Oh, oh my God, Norman. The second I clicked record, he let out a howl. My cat has the ugliest mouths in the whole world. No, Emily was just telling me about how she literally comes home and still is like talking in voices and stuff like to adults. And the other day, Keegan just started laughing at something I was saying. And I was like, what is so funny? It was a serious thing. And I was just talking in an accent and like singing. I can't help it. I didn't even notice. It's kind of terrifying. I didn't even know. (laughs) Didn't even know. So hello. Welcome back to Running Late. I'm Bree. I'm Em. We are so excited to be recording. It's um, been a while since we have. Literally. This feels kind of crazy. I know, but it's I'm exciting. Excited. So today we're talking about the end of the school year, which is very relevant to us because we have about a month left of school. Which I know some people are already out of school. Right. Or like about to be. I was about to say lucky, but it's like, it, it's actually annoying when people say that because it's not like they're they're working less than us. They just started earlier. Yeah. And I mean, where we are too, I think it kind of makes sense that we go later because mm-hmm. the warmer weather is real. like July and August is where it's the warmest. Mm-hmm. So that's like the true summer here. I'm, it's, it was 75 degrees today, right? 75? I didn't look. It felt like 90 to me. Like I am <sighs> a Washingtonian at heart. Like I am not meant for this. No. Heat. I, I can't. I'm too pale and weak. I don't, I just was like sweating all day. So I'm a little nervous for the next couple of weeks, just the heat in the class. We don't have AC, so it gets a little musty. <laughs> and they're getting older and smellier. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and well, and we share a hallway with the fourth graders, and yeah. they especially. Oh, I am not even joking. <laughs> a fourth grade class walked by me today, and I just got a full just breeze, and oh, it was my stanky. It was stanky. It's, uh you know, it's that time. It, it can be really hard to work so closely with students one-on-one right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, you were playing really hard at recess. Okay. Woo. Kind of wish masks were back. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, something so cute happened that I wanted to tell you about. So yesterday I was about to hand out papers to everyone. Mm-hmm. And naturally I get a paper cut in front of all of them. I was like, oof, oof. God, I just got a paper cut, you know? Yeah. Proceed to hand out the papers. We start our activity. One of my students comes up to me. He's like, sit down, Miss Furness. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> I sat down. Literally has the first aid kit. Puts a Band-Aid. She goes, Aww. where is it? Puts a Band-Aid on my hand. That is so sweet. They go, need anything else? I was like, oh my God. That is too sweet. Literally just like caught that. me off guard. It was so nice. They're the sweetest. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> No, I love them so much. And so, yeah, we really want to talk about all of the mixed emotions of the last couple weeks of school and how it's very, very exciting, but also emotional and stressful. I think one of the funnest things is that, you know, if you're in an older grade and depending on where you are, but we're done with state testing now. So it feels (gasps) like the pressure is off. We can have fun. Thank God. That felt right. like the Olympics to them. It was, like, very intense. Yes. Um, and for us, too, it was more stressful than I feel like it definitely should be. But well, and it's hard for – I imagine it's hard at any grade. Yeah. So I don't yeah. I don't want to discredit it, but I feel like there is something that makes it a little bit more, like, scary for, for third. third graders because it is their it's first time. It's the first time. time. Well, even, like, after we finished, some of my kids were like, oh, my gosh, okay, I'm excited for next year. This isn't even that bad. 
And then some were like, I almost died. We finished and I had a couple kids come up to me. Was that the real thing or a practice? I'm like, that was the real thing. Please tell me you tried your best. Oh my God. Isn't it insane? I was thinking about this earlier, how absolutely God awful their memory is on directions you give them, things you've literally just had a conversation with just then. They will literally forget, but they'll be like, oh, two years ago, this one kid said this or that one soccer game that I played in and and remember every single detail. Yeah. Where is Where is this amazing memory at when we're here? What has you, happened to it? I can't tell you how many times I will give directions, go over directions, have students repeat it multiple times, and then four kids come up to me. So, so what? I've had to really be careful about my tone and what my face is doing. <laughs> so it kind of good though to be like, give them the look, like really? Yeah. Like they need that. Sometimes. Sometimes. But yeah, you know, they're, we're all trying our best. We're all trying our best. It's been a long couple years and we're really proud of them for getting through state testing and us. And so looking ahead to the last couple weeks, it is just like a little bit overwhelming. And I am, I mean, I'm just like kind of an emotional person in general, but I feel like the end of the year is very emotional for me. And I feel like people can relate to that and just like, it's really hard to think about like saying goodbye to your kids and not seeing them for a couple months and then just like starting over. I've never felt that way. (gasps) And I don't know if we've, I think we have talked about this briefly on here, Probably, but, and I don't know if it's just like my personality because I'm not a very emotional person Mm -hmm. or if it's because I have my own kids that I'm like doing Mm. stuff with over the summer, but I don't. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I miss them. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm, like, I don't I'm know. like sobbing every day. The first week of summer, like, oh my God, I wonder how their soccer game went. Like, wh- are they at that new level in Zelda? Yeah, it's like, like, I miss them and I care about them. And I love it when old, like past yeah. students will send me messages and stuff. Like, I love it. But I don't know. I don't get caught up on it. I, I detach. Yeah. I detach. Maybe that's something I can like work on a little bit like this year too. I don't know. And like, I think that makes sense. One in you just not being like a super emotional person. And I am like so emotional. Yeah. And also like you having your own children to go home to. It's like, I, I, and I don't have that. So I really just like feel more attached to them maybe. So that totally makes sense. And my, in my first year being the year that COVID happened and March 12th or 13th whatever day it was was like our last day with them Mm -hmm. and then just having them just like taken from me it felt like like so abruptly like that was so hard for me and I feel like maybe that also is why every year at the end of the year it's really hard because I just feel like it's like ah, they're just like gone all of a sudden maybe that's why I don't get so emotional about it because I'm just like I'm not gonna have it Mm -hmm. you know like oh whatever yeah Like, cause yeah, it was my second year, but then COVID and then my third year teaching the year after that, I was online all year. Mm -hmm. And so it was a very different goodbye situation that year. You're like, you didn't, you like plan this whole like activity for them. Yeah. And then I have kids just like clicking out of zoom. I'm like, all right, bye, I guess. See ya. So maybe that's why I don't get emotional about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And it's maybe too, just like 
maybe you'll have a group like in the next year a couple years that like you feel more emotional about saying goodbye to than like others as well like it also is maybe just the batch of kids you get too and how attached you feel to them I don't know how much you buy I don't know but I mean I love this I love I always love them like yeah I feel like I can always connect with them there's always super sweet kids Mm -hmm. but and it's like I do go home and I think about them and it's Mm -hmm. like oh if one of them has like a basketball game over the weekend yeah of course I think about that and then on Monday yeah I can't wait to hear how it went but I don't know yeah it's hard I just I really detach over the summer I guess Mm -hmm. well I think it's hard for them too because were such constants in their life and for for some of them like they probably talk to us more sometimes than their family because they're if they're traveling or you know they are working late a lot or something it's like we're the one person they can talk to all day during the day like it's a lot of time you know how this is kind of off topic but reminding me you know how sometimes they'll like come in and call you mom oh all the time all the time okay i got there's a flip side of that uh-huh. Maisie comes home and she'll call me her teacher's name sometimes wait really? yes so they do both so i wonder how many of them are going wait. home and calling their parents by our name that is actually so cute i wonder if any i know of them, right i like want to ask yeah i guess it goes both <laughs> ways that's really sweet i mean makes sense it's like Obviously, we know, like, their parents are their number one. Like, we're not trying to say, trying to say we are, like, but, like, we are important to them, and they're important to us, and we're constants. Well, and, and I think, too, part of it is just muscle memory. Like, mm-hmm. if you're just saying the same name throughout the day, then, day. yeah, of course, when you get home, it's going to just come out that <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, it's like, an adult that cares about you that you see all the time. It's like, whatever just comes out. Like, we sometimes will say the wrong name, but it's like good lord you gotta forgive me like i know like 500 names by now like I, it's hard to keep them all straight sometimes. you kidding me you cannot call them the wrong name it's terrible but it happens i also want to talk about gifts so okay let's talk first about getting gifts and i don't mean like oh my gosh give me presents but like something that i was thinking about is i was seeing on instagram like a bunch of teachers who it was like their last day of school already and they were posting just like all this stuff that they got from parents and some of it was like really big really expensive like generous things which is so 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 cool like love that for you and I'm sure that they deserve it 100% but obviously on the flip side like for some people seeing that who maybe are teaching in like title one schools or they just don't have those resources like that can be really hard to see and like compare yourself to and it's like oh do they not like like me as much am I not as good as a teacher I'm not getting all these presents and I think that is kind of a hard thing to figure out for some I think it can be really hard you link your how much like how good of a teacher you are to the amount of gifts you get Mm, yeah especially when you're seeing it from everyone and comparing yeah it's so easy to do that so I think like I just want to say your abilities are not linked at all to that. Like, right. And I've learned to really treasure like little notes and things that students give. Like I always tell them if they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, um, a really nice note from you. Like words of affirmation. Like when they write sweet notes. Yeah. Like that is like the most important thing. This is so random. I don't know what to do sometimes when students from past years come in to see me. Mm. Cause they just like hover. (sighs) Okay. I'm actually glad you're bringing this up because (laughs) I've been really anxious about this lately. Anxious because it's like, it's just been a little bit overwhelming. And like, like you said, it is so cool when previous students come in to say hi and 
you're I continuing that relationship and I think it's also so important and it makes sense like we've been talking yes. about you're so close with these kids and they're with their teacher for nine ten months straight and then you're not just going to forget them and never talk to them again if you're right. really tight so like it's really cool and they come in and keep us updated but I've been overwhelmed with having to manage my class coming in in the morning and keeping them you know as quiet as I can and like on task and then I'm talking to these other students and like they need to get to class and then other students come in and I'm just like ah. it's a lot like, that happens at once yes and I'm also simultaneously trying to like put the date on the board and change the class jobs and pass stuff out I'm like ah. <laughs> it's a lot it, and it's such a it is the coolest feeling ever when a student that you really love and like really connected with like wants to continue that relationship but I love it too, even when it's a student that you feel like maybe you didn't <gasps> connect with and then yes. they come in to see you and you're like, oh, yeah. I did help them. Like, I don't know. That yeah. just feels so good. 100%. I've had a couple like that where I'm like, oh, I didn't even think you liked me that much and you're the one always yeah. coming in. Like, that is so neat. Yeah. So it's really cool. Like, we can still be their cheerleader and like know what's going on in their life and stuff, but it is hard to balance that because like, obviously... I need to prioritize like my students and it's really important to me to greet them all as they're coming in in the morning and to like set the tone. And so I'm like, is it messing up the tone that's being set when I'm just like talking to all my previous students? Like, how does that make my current students feel? How does that affect their work? Cause like, yeah. Right. I know my group last year would get very jealous when I, you said that. Yeah, they did. They would get so jealous if I said hi to kids from past years yeah and it was just it, it was so funny to me but it, I I'm lucky I haven't had that or at least they, I haven't had that vocalized maybe they felt that but I haven't yeah, I don't noticed know. that mine mine really are like what's cool is like they're kind of becoming friends with each other I love that and like some of them even like are on sports teams together so then they introduce them to their friends and vice versa and it's like they're becoming friends with people in different grade levels and I think that's also really cool you know what is so awkward though so I have some of kids from mm -hmm. past years that are friends with kids in my class now. Right. And so sometimes like my class will be walking in a line and like the kids from past years will get really excited and start waving. And I think they're saying hi to me. They're <laughs> not saying hi to me. I'm like, wow. That awkward thing when you think someone's <laughs> waving at you, you're like, oh my God, hey. And Literally then you the have behind you. 29 year old witness to it. And it's, and they will not let you forget <laughs> it. Like, they will not let a roast just, like, sit in the air. They will tell you how it is. Like, they will serve it to and you. And then you have to try not to laugh. <laughs> yeah. You're like, God, I can't give this to him. I can't laugh. Come on. But they're so funny. I know. They My are. kids make me laugh all the time. They really do. They are just so, the stuff that they say. Yeah. So, like, and I think something that is really hard for me just about summer in general is, like, being without that, like... Obviously, I'm a teacher because I love working with kids and they're so cool and weird and creative and unexpected. Like, your yeah. day is just all over the place and that's what I love about it. And then going to summer where it's, like, just, like, quiet and I'm not, like, I don't have responsibilities and I don't have that, like, awesome interaction. Like, they brighten my day. Like, they give me, they give me energy, you know, and so not having that is just a weird adjustment as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Anyways, we got a little sidetracked there, but going back to gifts. Oh my God. Gifts. We love gifts. So yes. Always appreciated. Never expected. Cards are my favorite gifts. Yes. And that, you know, going into gifts for students, you know, you always see 
teachers coming up with these big elaborate gifts for kids, Mm -hmm. which is great. And I'm sure that they love it. But I also feel like if you're not in a space where you can do that, where you don't have the time or the money or whatever, or it's just not your vibe. Right. Like, I think that that's fine. Totally. I think that is really hard too. Like I remember in years past, there were teachers giving kids personalized water bottles or shirts that they cricketed or these really um, amazing like treats that they bought for them along with all this other stuff and a whole party and like yada yada. And like, I was just like, oh my God, I'm not doing that. Like, do I suck? Are they going to have a terrible end of the school year? But I learned something really valuable my first year teaching. I, at the end of the year, it was weird, right? It was COVID and then we were online, but like still I wanted to do something special for them. And they had this like weird material pickup. So like kids and parents. And we did like a weird like. I forgot about that. Yeah. So like we we were were all outside with like bags of their stuff. I don't know. It was a, it was a weird situation. Right. Cause we would have a couple of those where we would like distribute materials. So books and like books to read, math, workbooks, stuff like that. And then at the end of the year they would return them all. So I forgot about that. Yeah. So we saw them like briefly in person outside with masks while they were in a car while they were in a car for like 30 seconds we had a mask and a face mask on we're like hey like the shield (laughs) yeah the face shield yeah yeah yeah, the face shield um so it was like really awkward (laughs) but also cool that we got to see them in person so i remember i wanted to do something for them but i had no money it was my first year teaching i was broke like yeah i couldn't do anything and so i wrote them all like uh What's it called? An acrostic poem. Yeah. With their name. And so like with a, so sweet. with like an adjective for each letter along with like a note. And then like I got them all like a little piece of candy or something. And so I gave that to them and I was like so self-conscious about it because I saw the things that everyone else was doing. Not just at my school, but just like online. So anyway, I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, they're going to hate this. And then one of the teachers at our school sent me a screenshot from Facebook and it was a mom of one of my students and she posted the acrostic poem and just said like how much it meant to her and how amazing it was and how grateful she was Mm -hmm. and it just like brought me to tears and especially from that mom like that was a kiddo that I loved so much and like it was just really cool to see that and I think that just taught me what the best present is for these kids is to help them understand that like they are loved and important and all of those amazing things and they're enough and And they don't need something to us exactly and they don't need material stuff to feel that yeah I remember a couple years ago it was when we were doing one of the material pass outs Mm -hmm. during COVID or whatever and we were giving them like folders or whatever and on all of their folders I wrote something so simple like oh I'm so proud of you or you're doing great and I remember one girl was like you're proud of me like she was just so I don't know it was so sweet and it it's something that takes like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. it's not hard to do Mm -hmm. it's free and it means so much to them so something else that is stressful about the end of the school year especially for new teachers is like not really knowing what you're gonna teach next year or where this is something (laughs) that I don't think people realize happens and it happens every And it still kind of catches me off guard. Mm -hmm. Like, and it makes sense. Let's say some school has, you know, four second grades and then Mm -hmm. three third grades. Well, obviously, 
mm-hmm. you're going to end up needing to have the fourth go up. Right. It's like every grade level teacher, the number you need for each is dependent on the students in that current year's grade level, and how many which there obviously are. is fluctuating all the time. Yes. So people are always having to change grades. Yeah. Which I never thought about before I started teaching. Yeah, and now I, thought, I think about it all the time. I thought that when <laughs> I would get a teaching job, that would be it and great. <laughs> and then you can just be like, hey, actually next year, I want to go to first. Let's just make that happen. It's like, yeah. no. That doesn't just happen. It doesn't work like that. And if it does work like that for you, whoa. Tell me where you're at. Why and how, I want to know. That's crazy. <laughs> but like, I was really thinking about this the other day because I'm like, there has to be... A solution like something that I think about a lot is just education in the future and what it's going to look like in like say 50 years yeah what is it going to look like because it needs I just feel like it's going to look different and I think it will need to especially I just mean public education anyway so I think about that and like there has to be some sort of solution where we can keep these teachers on staff or on that grade level but just like make the classes smaller like I don't know get more money from the government like who cares if you have 18 kids in your fifth grade class one year and then 25 the next they you know someone shouldn't have to move their whole life because of that and then just to be having to move again the following year exactly <laughs> or to maybe move and you don't know and then you're just like oh like, yeah on the cusp. like I remember after my first year so I was one of the first, or the last hired, right? Last hired, first fired. Like, we all know the saying. Yeah. And so I was on the chopping block for having to go to a different school in our district, which I love our district. So like, and I was so grateful, obviously, to still have a job. Like, it's not like I was losing my job. But it was so stressful. Like, I just established myself at this place that I love so much. Like, I'm building a community, or I'm becoming a part of this community here. Mm-hmm. And now maybe it'll be taken away, but I don't know. It's just like, eh. It's just such a stressful place to be in. And, like, if anyone is experiencing this right now, like, I just want you to know, like, you are not alone and I feel for you and it will be okay. And wherever you're at, there are students that you need to serve that need you and your love. So it will all be okay. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. Let's talk about some end of the year, like, activities. What's something that you like to do? Um, so one thing that I've always done in the past is have my current third graders write a letter to the incoming third graders, like what to expect. I don't know. I think it's just something fun. It's like a way for them to wrap up what they've learned and then also get the new students excited. I love that. I remembered yesterday, not yesterday, anyway, someday recently, I remembered that I did that last year because, not because I found the letters, because my student from last year was like, oh my God. Did they love our letters that we wrote to them? <laughs> and I was like, they loved them so much. <laughs> I have no idea where these letters are. Oh my god! I like unlocked a memory of us doing that. And I was like, oh my god, where are those letters? There are too many cabinets. I don't know. That's the thing. You gotta be really organized to do that. I had to move classes last year too. So like, it's not my fault. Like I just had to shove everything in cabinets and then like figure it out later. Like... Yeah, so let's I felt be real. Really I bad. don't. They don't always make it to the next year's <laughs> students, but but it's cool for them and nostalgic, and yeah, and it's cool for us to see what they say. It's so fun to see what they say about how the class is. What would have been something or what's something funny that like a kid has said? I can't remember off the top of my head. 
I don't know. I think it's like, it's always like the quiet, quiet kids that like you think are just having a terrible time. They're like, this is the best class ever. Oh my God. She's the best totally. teacher. I'm like, oh, it's not such so a good sweet. feeling. There's so many kids where I'm like, do you even like me? I can't really tell. And then the end of the year, they're like crying. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, I guess you did. Cool. Like, we were fine. Or are those tears of joy? <laughs> like, finally, let me get away from this girl. I can't with her. Man. Maybe it is. Who knows? It's hard. Um, okay, so other end of the year things that I like to do. I have loved doing like a minute to win it type game day. So super easy minute games that are very cheap where I can just use what I have. Like I remember I literally used cereal boxes and cut them up to make a puzzle. Oh, that's fun. Right? Free. And I also had students who I know have those huge poppets. Yes. Bring those in. And I found, and I had two that were the same amount. And, you know, whoever popped them all the quickest won. So, like, that just, like, fun. easy things like that. I also, I remember, I haven't started it yet this year. I need to. Um, but towards the end of the year, I like to have them make games, like math games or reading games mm. or whatever. And then on the last. Like a or the board last, game? Yeah. And then the last oh, couple cool. days of school, they get to play each other's games. <gasps> so it's like a good review of the concepts. And then they just get to play games the last couple days of school. And they have so much fun. Oh my God. I want to do that. That's really yeah. cool. I feel like they would, fr- my kids would freak out because we made habitats recently like in shoe boxes. And for some of them, they're like, this is the coolest thing I've ever done in my life, which is so. It's so fun. Cute. I know. I was like, oh my God. so they love just creating things I like that I try to do like a little bit more art as well and I also like once we've finished the main curriculum pieces that we need I like to see like for the last like couple days or whatever like what do you guys want to learn about like is there something that you want to learn about and usually they're like space or dinosaurs or whatever and we'll just like dive deep for a day Mm -hmm. and then just like learn together and that's also been super fun it's so fun when they get to guide it. Mm-hmm. I remember, I've heard other activities that are cool as well. Like, I've heard an activity that one of our coworkers did with, like, a crisp $100 bill. And you're sitting in, like, a big circle. And you pass it around. And each person, as they get the bill, they make, like, a fold in it. And then say something. I don't remember exactly what it was. But something that, like, they have gone through or something that they've like overcome or something that's been really challenging or something like negative that they feel about themselves Mm -hmm. and like we'll make a fold and pass it along and but then by the end it's like all crumbled and the idea is to show like even though we've all like gone through so much overcome a lot like we're still worth this hundred like it's still worth a hundred dollars we're still That's worth incredible. the same. And it's... So- That's a good any time of the year activity, yeah. honestly. So I remember hearing about that and I was like, oh my God, that is so cool. So maybe I'll do that. Who's going to give I me the paid. $100 bill though? Yeah, I can't do that now. Can't wait till next month. <laughs> Yeah, so... That's a cool one. And then take a $100 bill out and then spend it on yourself later. <laughs> yes. Okay, talking about money. This is reminding me. Oh God, yeah. End of the year and summer. You know yeah. how many friends I have that aren't teachers that are like, you still get paid over the summer. You're so lucky. <gasps> I want to slap them. I don't get paid over the summer. Excuse me. Well, you do. <laughs> well, I get, no, 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 no. Yeah. I get a paycheck over the summer. Yes. I do not get paid for the summer. For not working in the summer. No. I what think it it's is, a big misconception. Yeah. Because what it is, is it is an unpaid yeah. mandatory break. Mm-hmm. And good luck trying to find a job for a month and a half. 
<laughs> they get, hey, will you hire me? I just want to work for a month and a half. It's so hard. Yeah, I I get really frustrated when people say certain things like that. Like, oh, that's so cool. You're just like sitting around all day and getting paid. I'm like, no, it's because I worked overtime and for months and months and months and now I finally can like breathe a little bit and really I just got paid less during that time so I can get paid now yeah (laughs) it's it's I don't know it's just astonishing so um you know at the end of the year we have to do all this stuff like the last couple days of school so like the classrooms can get cleaned and everything oh like the checklist and and move everything to the side of the room blah 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 and my mom the other day was all like okay when do you want to go in and do that like do you want me to come in and help you and I'm like Oh, no, I'm doing this, like, when my kids are still in the room. She's like, you mean you're not going to go in afterwards? I'm like, no, I don't get paid for that. Yeah, afterwards? Uh-uh. I'm not getting paid for I'm that. Sorry. Why would I'm I go in? I'm these kids to work. But... Let's be clear. They love it. Oh, they're It is a win-win begging. situation. I mean, anytime I'm like, can someone help me with a job? It's like those, um, <laughs> the birds and, like, Nemo are like, oh, no, they say mine. I was going to say, me, me, me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me do it. You know, they're all yes. like, please. So they love it. And last year... At the end of the year, I had to move rooms and my students, as well as the students who were currently in the classroom that I was having to move into, were, I could not have done it without them. Straight up. They moved my entire library, just taking stacks of books at a time to the room. Well, and it's so, it's so much easier too when you have 20 people doing it because like one person trying to move hundreds of books is absurd. Insane. I can attest to that. I've done it. And also like... And I want to say, too, it's easier. It's not easy to have 22 kids. <laughs> yeah, did I say it's things. easy? I don't no, know. you said it's easier. And I was just like, yes, d- it definitely easier. is easier. But, like, it's hard. Because let's be oh, clear, it's 20 kids moving mm-hmm. it. So they cannot carry as much as. Or just, like, I mean, like, the organizing and, like, oh staying gosh. calm. Yes. You know, like, hey, like, calmly grab these books and walk them down the hallway with the cart. Oh, what? I'm in a race? No, no, no. You can say a word <laughs> to them a hundred times and... I'm going to sprint down the hallway with all these books? No. No, no, no. no. You're, you're just walking. So anytime you can have them help you with stuff is awesome. And I think that also goes back to like building a community and them feeling like it's their classroom. Like I love having them help me decorate the classroom in the first couple months of the school year so they can feel like it's theirs, not just mine that they're in. So it's kind of the same idea too. It's like I have to clean up all this stuff before the end of the year. It's not just me. We have to do all this stuff before the end of the year. And you can make it so fun and do different challenges with it. Like, you know, sometimes we'll do a challenge like, oh, you have to do it all on your knees. Yeah. Like clean out your desk, but you can't stand up. Or <gasps> wait, didn't we do that last yes. year? Yes, that was so funny. Yes, it is so funny. Or like, see who can do it the quietest. <laughs> I don't know why they can be quiet if it's a game. Speaking of that, I brought out Mr. Spiky Ball today. He's just my literal one dollar ball that I got from Target. I did see you walking with that. Yeah, because right before recess, they were just crazy. Like the fi- we I had like a five minute gap, and I so I didn't have enough time to like actually like do another reading activity or writing something but like I needed to keep them chill for like three minutes I was like okay bring Mr. Spiky Ball out he's actually Mr. Silent Spiky Ball is his full name Mm. and so it has to be silent when he's around otherwise he goes away it is insane when I just like grabbed him and held him in the air they all just whoop silent that's crazy absolutely silent when before they were just going 
crazy for just no reason. It's also just remarkable to me how they act like they can't hear you. But as soon as you say <laughs> in a very quiet voice, it's recess, it's recess time. It's lunch or, time. If you all are silent, we can have free choice. <laughs> then they just, bam, they are silent. Like, okay, boop. Yeah. So I definitely suggest getting the cheapest ball you can find. Just a or small one. anything, really. Anything. And like having that be an activity, like you can do all kinds of stuff with it. So like I'll have them, I just started bringing it out. And so they'll just, their goal is just to pass it to each other without dropping it, without communicating via talking but they can communicate with like you know their eyes and whatever and so we're doing that but then in the past I've done it too where they pass it and then they have to skip count so Mm. like three six nine whatever every time so that's cool you can do all kinds of stuff yeah it's so fun so yeah anything is a game if anything is a game then they'll be quiet I think that's it for end of the year but you know what I realized Hmm. we didn't say why we were running late (gasps) oh my god better late than never seconds ago I did so what I've been late for is um doing my podcast correctly we've been late for this podcast oh my gosh this is like three weeks late yes one day I'll share the whole story but there's been a lot happening Emily's had a lot going on and it's I haven't had anything going on I've had enough going on for both of us but Emily has had enough for both of us and so and you've tried to record on your own yes I have recorded a couple solo yeah you might be hearing a solo epi at some point, which will be fun. Yeah, I don't know. What am, what have I been late for? You go first. Okay. I was going to meet a friend, and there was all this construction, mm. and I could not go. Like, I, it was just stopped. Yeah. And so I was like, ooh, I'm going to go the back way. That was a mistake. Everyone went the back way? Yeah. No. It was so much worse. And then finally I turned around, and I'm like, sorry, it's not happening. <laughs> I hate when that happens yeah um I was late for my eye appointment had plenty of time to get there plenty I just was watching Selling Sunset on the couch and eating um macarons and was like whoops I gotta go and then oh my god I just remembered something so weird my eye doctor said okay what okay so so first the girl that who did like the I don't know what they're called but when you go to the eye doctor there's someone that's essentially like a nurse to a doctor and like medical assistant yeah they do like the pre-test and like she was so fun and so cool and she was like asking me funny stories like about my students and stuff so like we're chilling and then my eye doctor came in and this is my first time at this eye doctor because my eye insurance doesn't take the one that I've gone to for my whole life which is like heartbreaking and I'm like very nervous to go to new doctors and he was just like kind of creeping me out at first a little bit because it's like they come in you're in a tiny dark room their chair is right next to your chair. I am like, bro, get out of my personal bubble. All I'm thinking about is Monica and friends. <laughs> oh my God, ew. <laughs> I'm going to be ill. He did not look like him at all. He was not attractive. That beautiful mustache man. What is his name? He's in everything. Richard. Well, right, but it's, oh, yeah, yeah Richard, I don't know what the actor's name is. Gorgeous. Um, I, don't know I wish. Actor's name. I wish it was Richard. Hopefully your eye doctor isn't listening. <laughs> Hey, Doc. <laughs> um, no, he was he was very nice and, like, chill. His son goes to Wazoo, go Cougs. Like, it's all fine. But, like, it just, I was, like, <laughs> holding my crystal tight as ever. Like, anyway, we start to talking and he's, like, oh, wow, okay. Like, your vision has improved. I was, like, what? 
that happens because I'm not joking. I've had, so I've had glasses since I was like 11, 10. And every time I've gone in, my prescription gets a little bit worse every single time. Yeah. And so I was expecting that or just the same, I guess. And so I was like, does this guy know what he's doing? And I almost was like, can you redo this? Like, there's no way. So part of me is like, is he wrong? <laughs> but is also, that a thing? so then I go, whoa, does that happen? I literally said, is that a thing? What? And he goes, I guess. <laughs> I was like, that's some okay. great reassurance. And then he goes, you know, it's probably because you're you're teaching third grade now and looking at big letters instead of like college text. I was like, what is that real? What does that even mean? That can't be real. That cannot be science-based. No. What? And also, okay. what do you think third grade writing looks like? I have to try so hard sometimes to even see what I'm a letter is. I not one to question somebody who went to school in their profession. Yeah. But sometimes I have to question them a little bit. Yeah. One time I took Maisie to the doctor and I was convinced she had a sinus infection. And the doctor says, she doesn't have sinuses. She can't have... <laughs> I'm like, excuse me? It's like, ma'am, it's not even remotely possible. So I Googled it. And mm. it turns out that kids' sinuses are not fully developed until oh. they're like seven. However, they do exist. I was going to say, what do you mean? You can't just have sinuses appear. Everyone has <laughs> sinuses. What is I a sinus? Know. I mean, is that just in your... Now I'm like, I can't even... I don't know. I think that that one may have been a language barrier. I'm sure this doctor <laughs> knew what they were talking about. Yeah. But it was not communicated clearly to you me You know what? All. It'd be like that. And it's okay. We're all just trying our best. I am sure that there are times that my third graders have no idea what I'm saying. I was just about to say, I know there are times because they look at me like, What? I know I've seen and this I think I'm being posted like... <laughs> everywhere all the time, but it's like when I'm asking, do you get it? It's mm-hmm. not because I'm questioning if you understand. It's because I'm questioning my ability to explain. <laughs> Literally me. Literally. <laughs> I'm like, Drops did mic. I explain that well enough? So like, did you guys get it? <laughs> we love you so much. We hope that your summer and end of the year is fabulous. Follow us on Instagram at I'm in Brie. Running late. Love you. Bye. Class dismissed. Okay. I was waiting for you to say.